Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janice Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janice Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Fast Money starts right now, live from the NASDAQ market site overlooking New York City's Times Square. I'm Melissa Lee. Your traders on the desk are Tim Seymour, Brian Kelly, Steve Grasso, and Guy Adami. Tonight on Fast, the meeting that could determine the fate of the market is underway as President Trump and President Xi get ready to go head-to-head in Argentina. We will tell you the words that all of Wall Street is waiting to hear. Plus, healthcare stocks are surging. It is the best-performing sector this year. But if you miss the rally, don't worry. The chart master says there is one group of stocks that could help you join the party. He'll explain. But first, we start off with what was a big week for stocks. The Dow on track for its best week in more than two years. The Dow and S&P 500 both up about 5%, climbing out of correction territory as the Fed calmed the nerves of Wall Street. And check out some of the big winners or the champions of this week. NVIDIA up 13%, Boeing up 11%, Netflix and MasterCard also up double digits. This, of course, after many of these names have gotten beaten up in the past couple of months. So we thought it would be the perfect time to play a little... Trade it! That's right! You know how this game works. If you're trading it, you are buying the stock. Hmm. If you are fading it, you are a seller of the stock. So you're looking at the camera, but who are you really talking to? I'm talking to Guy. No, you're not. <laughs> not I don't think that's you fair. Start with he him. can't screw it up every I, I didn't day. mean that. No, you didn't I didn't mean it. We shall see, because we are going to kick it off with Guy oh. and NVIDIA. It is up 13%. Uh-huh. Do you trade it or fade see, it? See, it's a game is flawed. As you're well aware, the, the, <laughs> the, the Can you just show play the Seattle game? Seattle Mariners just traded Robinson Cano. So they didn't want him, so they traded him. So trading something means you don't want it. But, 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 but. Okay. And the question is, do we want what Robinson? What do you do? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. But is that the question? No, it's, it's not. not. NVIDIA is the question. It. Trade it. Thank you. Trade it. Why? Now, you remember a couple Thursdays ago, it was a big snowstorm, and I couldn't make it in for the yes. first time ever. But you called me up, yes. and you said, NVIDIA, what do you think? I said, a number of things. And then I said, you know what? It's going to overshoot <laughs> to the downside, and it's probably going to print down about 135. If it gets down there, that's your entry point on big volume. You know, I'm wrong most of the time, but we actually got that one right. Printed down there, huge volume, flushed everybody out. Credit Suisse just put a $225 price tag. Even with their lowered guidance, valuation isn't ridiculous. I say trade it. I say, I say fade it. And you, oh. may be, you may be the oracle of the Jersey Turnpike from that snowstorm, but the bottom line here is this is a company that's told you the gaming isn't as strong, that the crypto world that they actually had a, a fair amount of bid to, whether that was right or wrong, was in the stock. Not so much anymore. Uh, but more importantly, multiple stocks to me, I think, are still in question. It was an important week, but again, being 20 bucks off the bottom on a stock that was so over oversold, not reason for a car. He said crypto, so I go to BK. Can I say freight it? Because no. I want to do both no, here. So no, I like no, the long, I can't, why can't I do that? That's not the game. Because that's not, that's we, not maybe clear. Maybe be, oh, maybe well, well, what even Guy said it's not the game. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, now that's saying something. So what I'm trying to say, though, through my made-up word freight it, is that Long run, I think you still got a good story here. But any asset that's up 10 11% in a week, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a little off the table. Nobody ever went broke by uh, taking money to the bank. I, I think it's a traded issue. I think you have rosier skies ahead. I still think it's in the sweetheart, but I, sweetheart spot or target zone to bounce from this level. 
But I agree with Tim that the if this is if the market's going to fade, then this is, this one's going to be the key one to fade as well. I just think that it's overdone to the downside, and that's why I'd be a trader. All right, let's move on to Boeing. It was up 11 percent this week. Tim Seymour. Yeah, I'm going to trade it. I'm going to trade it because I don't think it's a trade stock. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is that this stock was thrown out the window because of China and because of the dynamics around the trade war or whatever we're calling this. I don't believe that's a boat that Boeing should be flying in. I actually think that Boeing, uh, their, their order it's book, I, yes. I understand the metaphors, everybody. Work through those. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. This is a company that I think has 6 or 7% China element to its order book and to its earnings profile. I think this is a diversified company who seems to be clicking on all cylinders with almost $30 of free cash flow a share. That's impressive. That holds this stock up. We get what is perceived to be a deal on trade over the weekend. And does this uh, stock have more leverage to that? Yeah, 100%. I think the stock was up $20, $25 on the back of what I think will be some sort of we, we have the framework for a deal. President Xi and I are great friends. We have a wonderful relationship. That should get, that's why I agree with Tim on the traded part. But post, we have this wonderful relationship framework for a deal. Then you, then you, you, you sell the so double, yeah. as we used to say. You're also doing afraid it. No, I no, because I didn't say that it. is. It's afraid it, but I, I actually, I get what you're no, saying. You should just sell the right, news, though, right? He's, he's taking yeah. the game and he's start turning it into what am I going to do next week after I traded or faded? Well, isn't it? that what you're supposed to do though? I mean, it's Friday afternoon. There's going to be news this weekend. What do you do next week? I think you fade it next week on a pop on good news. All right. I, I, I think you faded. I, th- I think you've seen that pop. I think that it's basically in the cards. People were covering, positioning ahead of the weekend. I think this one is a clearly a fader. Let's go Netflix. Mm. Up 11%. Grasso. So this one is a multiple stock. This, this one has a problem. So this is the key to the overall market. If As this one, on if this one moves day. higher, the market mm-hmm. moves higher. I don't think the market's moving higher. I think this one has a lot of headwinds to it. The market's moving lower. This one's moving lower. So fade it. Is this a is this a poster child for the market? I mean, is yeah. The market, well, yeah, is absolutely. It because it it it's part of that growth story where the valuation doesn't necessarily make sense. So when you get a, rotation, a scare, though, I thought there was a rotation out of growth. Isn't that true? Isn't it a value market now? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So oh, if okay. the market if the market comes off, you've had this rally. If the market comes off. This is going to probably get harder, hit harder than anything else. So that's why I think it's a fade right. with a capital F. Definitely faded, yeah. but I mean, I, I have to ask the question, and I'm not asking the guys to my left. But why do people just to go to your like right? Are there guys to your right? Yeah. The no camera guy, there. drop the camera. Why do people not like the stock at 286, and a lot of people like the stock at 386? You know, the environment changed. I'm perplexed by this. I haven't like. I'm perplexed I haven't by what you're Netflix. saying. Are you buying it or selling I'm it? I'm definitely trading it. I'm fading it, fading it, fading, fading it, fading it. I haven't like this stock for $150. No, but I think that I think that that's a fair argument. Like no, in that is. in that valuation was never an issue, right? right. If, if valuation was an issue, exactly. it would never be in the stock. So what makes the difference of the valuation is now where it is versus where it was a month ago? The way the stock traded after last earnings, the last earnings quarter I thought was outstanding, and we talked about it that day. The stock traded up some twenty-five dollars, traded up to I think three sixty-five, and gave it all back within days. That was the first time in the history of when I remembered looking at Netflix that that had happened. So the story in terms of the way the stock his trading had changed. It was the rotation, though. So I don't understand what the rotation is, why the, the environment changed. So you could like it during the you got to buy growth, you got to buy fang, you got to buy everything that's tripping over themselves. But when you go to value and when you start to check the box on P.E., then you've got to be a seller of it. So the story changed. I don't think we've gone to value, per se. I think there's actually some of these tech stocks have a better chance to rally back. My view on Netflix is 
company specific. I, it's what I've always felt about the company. I think there's enormous competition coming down the pike. I think the multiple is absurd, even though these guys continue to find a way to create content and do it possibly better than other people. They're burning cash. We actually know that they're, they're not going to be cash flow positive anytime soon. So I sell this stock. But Steve said something. He said, and, and I've said this before, this game, <laughs> <laughs> it should be like it or spike it. See, that makes sense. Uh, that's uh, confusing. That's too confusing. Let's just stick with what we have and go with it. I don't We're not going to change it mid-game, first of all. MasterCard is the next one up 10%. Brian Kelly. Yeah, so I'm going to go with fade it on this one. I'm going to be very clear. It's not because I don't like MasterCard. Again, it's one of these things where we've had a 10% rally. We talked in the beginning of the week the fact that you could get this kind of relief rally on any movement on trade. I think that's what this got caught up in. So what I'm afraid of is that come next week when we have the news out, you're going to get a sell-off. If you like the consumer, shouldn't you like MasterCard? I'll play your reindeer game. I'm going to play it correctly. Okay. I say trade it. Now, despite <laughs> the fact that since the beginning of October, it's made a series of lower lows and lower highs, and BK's probably would have pointed that out if he had more time to speak, mm-hmm. I think this thing is going to trade through 210. Above 210, in my opinion, gets you an all-time high in the stock. Mm. So I would say trade it, Melissa Lee. Traded as well. Nicely played. Thank you. Traded as well. Got pulled up into this massive sell-off across the entire spectrum of all stocks. This one is a payment company, and it's more of a, I don't want, maybe it could be a fintech. Maybe it could be in there as well. But this is a stock that got pulled down with the overall market. I think that's the only reason why it sold off. So I'd be a trader. Bonus round. Bonus round. A trader fading. General Electric down a 6% today. Of course, Deutsche Bank comes out, cuts its price target by 36%, so 7 bucks a share is the base case scenario. Brian mm-hmm. Kelly, what do you say? You fade it, and when you're done doing that, you fade it again. Wow. Ooh, you want to stay away from this one. It, fade, it's got fade. all kinds of hair on this thing. Mm. Why is that well, a, bad, it's a double fade? I, I mean, I have hair on me. Does that make me a bad person? No, but this is not well, groomed and quaffed like you. I mean, that's I don't the difference. Know where you have hair on it's very, it's right, very so unruly. Can we move on? I can yeah. see the hair on your head. I don't care about oh. any other hair. Um, bottom line here, folks, is this is a stock I actually have to trade. I have to be consistent. I think that some of the parts make this company interesting. That is in a world where there's nothing greater beyond an accounting. Uh, mismanagement or misrepresentation that we don't know about, I'm not saying there is. I'm telling you, if the assets are what they are, the stock is And this is so late to the dance on Deutsche Bank. I'm still long it. I trade it as well. This is so late. It almost seems like it's saving face now. They're ratcheting that price target target lower. I think they're way late to the game on this one. Trade it. Bonus round, right? Yeah. Hair, no hair, Terry Savalas. I'd say Whatever. I'm in a Brian Terry. Kelly. I mean, Telly. What'd I say? Terry. Terry. Sometimes Terry. I his brother. brother. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. 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 The bald guy. Kojak. Fade it. I think it's, it's Those, a, have a five he hand. Kojak now. Fade it. He was nice. a sucker. I like he was that. a sucker. Right. He was a lollipop yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Kojak. You weren't even alive when that show was out, Mel. Come on. I study, I study in books, All right, Tim. Good. Coming up, the G20 summit <laughs> is underway, and there are a few specific words all of Wall Street is waiting for. We'll bring you the latest details. Plus, healthcare, the best pouring sector all this year, still up double digits. But if you missed the rally, the chartmaster has the best way to catch the wave. And later, there's a key bill that Congress is working on, set to be the next big catalyst for the cannabis industry. We'll tell you what it is and who could be the biggest winners. We are live from Times Square in New York City. Much more Fast Money right after this. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. 
Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Welcome back to Fast Money. The G20 summit underway in Argentina and Wall Street is eagerly awaiting Saturday's trade summit between President Trump and China's President Xi. Eamon Javers joins us from Buenos Aires with the very latest. Eamon. Yeah, hi, Melissa. World leaders this evening have started to arrive at the Teatro Colón uh, here in Buenos Aires for what they're billing as a cultural event here. So a night of entertainment, night out on the town. We've seen, we've seen a couple of the world leaders arrive already. Uh, uh, Angela Merkel of Germany made it here despite her airplane trouble. She's finally in Buenos Aires. Uh, Mohammed bin Salman is there at the event already. Uh, and we're expecting the rest of them to be along uh, very shortly. So uh, this has been quite a day. We were winding down here uh, in Buenos Aires, but we saw, we saw a couple of moments today that I want to highlight for you. One was this uh, very interesting interaction between Vladimir Putin and Mohammed bin Salman. Uh, take a look at this bro shake or whatever whatever you want to call it uh, that happened earlier today a very enthusiastic greeting you'd have to say between those two world leaders uh, and then the other moment that we saw uh, that was kind of compelling was the signing ceremony for the new nafta the new uh, trade deal between canada the united states and mexico at that signing ceremony uh, justin trudeau the prime minister of canada refused to hold up his version of the document when the other leaders held it up and they encouraged him to do it he, he just left it there very pointedly, and Justin Trudeau also not calling it the USMCA, the term that the president, uh, President Trump, prefers for that document, instead calling it the new version of the North American Free Trade Agreement. So uh, Justin Trudeau not entirely on the same page here as these other leaders as the day went on. But ultimately, all eyes are on tomorrow here in Buenos Aires, when, and that's when we get that big dinner between uh, Xi Jinping and President Trump. No indication that there's some enormous deal hammered out and ready to go here behind the scenes. Instead, a sort of a lowering of ex expectations at this point, Melissa. People saying, uh, you know, what we might get here is some kind of positive rhetoric, positive signaling, and maybe an agreement to continue to talk. Uh, that might be the bar uh, for which people are headed here for that dinner tomorrow night. But we'll, we'll keep you posted on what we hear from here. Is there any indication, Eamon, as to scheduled events, a photo op between the two tomorrow, a photo op maybe post-dinner, any sort of post-dinner press conference? Yeah, we haven't been given a lot of uh, guidance on that uh, from the White House. But what we do know is that uh, both leaders are flying out of here after that dinner late tomorrow night. So we expect that uh, we might get an airplane-bound tweet from the president giving us some indication. He often does that when he leaves these international summits. That might be how we hear from, hear from them. We are expecting a press conference from President Trump before the dinner tomorrow afternoon. So you might get uh, sort of a preset sense of where, he, where his mind is going into the dinner. But we're not necessarily told that we're going to get anything in particular after the dinner is over with. All right. Eamon, thank you. Eamon Javers in Buenos Aires, Argentina for us. So is there any need for investors to sink their teeth into here or is the summit just another nothing burger? That was in the prompter. I don't know what nothing burger <laughs> is. But anyway, maybe not a market moving event here. What do you think? I think it's going to be a market moving event. And again, I don't think there's going to be a deal made, but I do think they'll I think President Trump is so focused on the stock market going higher with all the noise around the administration over the last couple of weeks. He views winning as the market going higher. He will get some sort of framework for a deal conversation or dialogue 
or rhetoric out, and the stock market will be up on Monday, in my opinion. You know, it was interesting that intraday today, the markets rose mm-hmm. on the back of a headline from a Chinese yeah. official saying mm-hmm. that there is growing consensus, although there still are differences. So this the is the sides. whole ceasefire truce that everybody's throwing around. If you have any type of ratcheting down of this trade war, then the market is going to say, hey, wait a second, maybe there's an end in sight, and that'll be positive for it. But I think it'll be very, very important afterwards or maybe to the find out that, that post-game today, type of thing that they talk about. I think it was. A, I think it preloaded. I think the market was all about positioning today. I think people covered whatever they had to cover. Not... 100% because it's not in the in the tape until it's actually in the tape. But I think it's a sell-the-news event. I think really? next week you're going to see, you could see this pop, and I think you fade that pop. Sell-the-news when it comes to EM? No, when I tell it comes you what, to China stocks? Uh, so Alibaba, Tencent are actually broken well through their 50 today. Alibaba outperformed the EM by 300 basis points. I actually think emerging is actually going to continue to outperform and and. Maybe not rally back anywhere near the old highs, but watch that trade. I do think that the Fed is really the put in the market right now. And I do think next week uh, we're, we're another Fed statement away from maybe people reassessing that. But for now, I think the Fed means downside is limited mm-hmm. on not a good reaction this weekend. All right. We've got a news alert coming out of the Department of Justice. Let's get to Leslie Picker in the newsroom. Leslie. Hey, Melissa. This is yet another twist to the developing 1MDB scandal. A former DOJ employee pleading guilty to one count of conspiracy to make false statements to a bank. The DOJ saying former employee George Higginbotham facilitated wire transfers of tens of millions of dollars from a foreign bank into accounts here in the U.S. And those funds were then used in connection with a lobbying campaign aimed at ending civil and criminal matters related to that 1MDB scandal. Higginbotham was a senior congressional affairs specialist at the DOJ, but wasn't involved in the 1MDB investigation. Melissa. All right, Leslie, thank you. All right, I'm Melissa Lee. You're watching Fast Money and CNBC, First in Business Worldwide. Here's what else is coming up on the show. Activewear, Activewear. Yep, Activewear has been one of the hottest retail trades this year. But there's one stock that may have gone too far too fast. We'll tell you the name. Plus, the next big catalyst for cannabis could be coming straight from Capitol Hill. We'll tell you who the biggest winners could be. Much more Fast Money next. Wouldn't it be great to have all your investment and retirement accounts in one place? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, makes it easy. I use it to put my investment account and 401k accounts into one hub and get expert tips that help me confidently manage my money. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or are looking for that extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination, producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. Securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors, and it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. Welcome back to Fast Money. Pot could get another political boost despite all the trade talks and chaos going on in D.C. Congress has been putting the final touches on the Farm Bill, an agricultural piece of legislation that could go to vote in both houses, uh, both sides of the Congress next week. There's a provision in there that would legalize hemp. Now, hemp is uh, another variety of the cannabis plant commonly found in the form of uh, 
commonly found in hemp is an ingredient called CBD. It is used in products like body lotions, oils, edibles, uh, virtually no THC here, so it doesn't have those psychoactive effects like its marijuana counterpart. Hemp, by the way, also has industrial uses like fabrics, etc., and that's one of the reasons why they want to deschedule it. Um, it also, by the way, CBD alleviates pain, depression, other health issues, so pot stocks might not be the only one sizzling if this bill is passed. That's according to our cannabis king, Tim Seymour, who's over at the Plasma, to break down who the big winners of the farm bill could be. Tim. So, yeah, it is, the whole hemp CBD story is one where, first of all, you get the opportunity for a massive growth part of this whole growth in the entire cannabis world, but you have a dynamic where hemp growth could be 500 percent over the next four years. National federal legalization puts some of these folks in a great position. First, just some of the core names that we know are already in this space and are known to be in the space. Charlotte's Web Trades in Canada, a company that's really been devoted to CBD. Uh, let's look at someone else here. Let's go Cureleaf. We've had them on our show. This is a company that has a big retail footprint. Look, bottom line is hemp allows the people who have a retail footprint to go everywhere right now with something that is federally legal. That's very good. It's, it's acreage. It's MedMen. Those folks that have that footprint, it will be very good for them. Now, let's talk about what hemp is also being used for. Look, Estee Lauder. This is a case of where wellness in the cosmetic space. They actually have a brand out there called Origins, which claims to have CBD in it. So you have the dynamic where the wellness, the cosmetics companies, the beauty, this is a big part of this trade. Now, let's get into another kind of obvious player when you think about farming and massive amounts of just dynamics here. Monsanto, who many people feel is kind of the, you know, the evil player in ag around the world today, even out of this space, they've actually discovered the first, they have the first genetically modified cannabis plant that they've already come out with. I think they're going to be in this. Um, and let's go with Walgreens. And, you know, bottom line here is this is still going to be something in terms of OTC. You talked about it, Mel. OTC pain and sleep. Uh, in terms of what hemp CBD will provide, uh, pain relief, it's out there. People will be rushing into places like Walgreens. They're not particularly p uh, positioned, but the bottom line is massive drug chains are going to see a lot of interest. Look, I've left a couple of these guys out. We know who Canopy Growth is. They're the biggest player in the entire industry. I've left Aurora. They're also one of the biggest. And both these guys actually say that they're going to be in hemp. I leave them out not because I don't think these companies will be, but some of these companies give you a different twist on people that are really going to benefit, whereas these are big integrated companies that actually I think are benefiting across the sector. BK has a question. Yeah, so I'm curious, Tim. On, on your chart there, you have some kind of consumer-facing, maybe just the lotion side, right, versus the medical side. Which of those is the bigger play? Which, what's the bigger market out here? Well, look, I, it, it's hard to know what's bigger in terms of pharma uh, and wellness and OTC. I would argue if you look at the world right now, OTC, pain and sleep are two of the biggest uh, areas of, of essentially over-the-counter drugs where people will be going into Walgreens. But someone like an Estee Lauder, again, if you think about the CBD component that's in creams, there's a bunch of different products out there right now in face masks. I know Guy would, would tend to exfoliate possibly with a, with a product like this. So, the, you know, we have this dynamic here where if you think about the crossover market that people don't even know how to value, because frankly, we don't know who's going to be jumping in here, but we assume it's a brand new big market, so it's an exciting time. All right. Thanks for that, Tim. Thank you. I'm going to tell you something. Exfoliation, by the way. You I do know exfoliate every day. Every night. Every right. day. Every day. Yeah, yeah baby. With the scrub, right. with a little bit of the scrub. Not like a mask every no, day, no, though, because no. that's very tiny. It used to be a pre-facial scrub they made from apricot pits. Right. I sure Ground use up. that. Yeah. The St. Ives. St. Anyway, Ives. It's nice now. stuff. They're glowing tonight, yes, you by can the way. Use. Anyway, <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Time for the final trade. Let's end this thing. Guy. <laughs> let's let <laughs> Big 08 coming up, as you know. Wait, love those guys. You know, I'm going to stick dance with a girl you brought to the prom. Started with NVIDIA. I'm going to end with NVIDIA. Mm.
Steve Grasso. I went to a couple of problems with Lenore. I'm sticking with that girl right there, L-E-N, Lenore. Brian Kelly. Next week, potential Davis Fed, maybe a trade deal. Dollar might go lower, you buy gold. Hmm. Tim Seymour. And I'll be delivering the corsage to your prom, Steve, <laughs> in a Boeing jet. <laughs> Bottom line is I think they're not affected by trade. I would go with that. Stay with Boeing. That's a fun Friday show. Well, it's a spiffy show. It just moves like this. It's like, like it feels like, like a half this. an hour on I would, You know what I would do with the show? What would you do? Trade it. <laughs> That's Jump not the You're on fast. We'll see you back here Monday at 5. Do not move. Options action starts right after this. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation.